And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to everyone. With Barocco Sepemando. Tune in live at 10:30. And it's all on road radio. It's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Shit, my cleaning lady must think I'm crazy. It's her first day on the job, too. Good morning, good morning. What up, what up? Good morning, good morning, GMGM. Sorry, let me vote. She must think you're crazy and she's right. Dude, dude, I swear to God, she just got here like 20 minutes ago and she's like, so I don't come to the office for like the first hour and a half. I'm like, yeah, just don't even like think about it. And she probably thinks I'm nuts. Uh, but good thing she works for my girlfriend's father. So she, she's going to report back and be like, yo, you're, 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 Son-in-law or future son, whatever. He's fucking crazy. Anyways, good morning, good morning. GM, GM. Look at that. Uh, what, what, did, what do I usually say? I fucked up my flow. Thursday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, um, 2023. Um, another beautiful day to have a beautiful day. The sun is still not shone. It's shone, right? That's proper English, right? It has not shone. Is that the past tense of shine? Sean Sean is Sean. Peep this. Peep the fucking English, bro. Come on. Walking, living, breathing Merriam-Webster up in here. The sun has still not shone in Montreal in the month of May. Uh, you know, could almost feel like I'm in London, you know, so I'm definitely a Brit, mind you, this month. Um, <laughs> but it is still a beautiful day to have a because, because, because I got my homeboys in the house. Ovi, Mando, how y'all feeling? How y'all living? Living GM good. Guys. I'm vicariously living. My, what? Yep. I think my internet's bad, right? No, you're you're good, and your hair flow. Whew, look oh, at those good. follicles. Yeah. Um. You got hair yeah. is hair is just incredible today. His hair is. Thank I you mean, guys. Thank you. Thank you. I have to say, like, we, we don't even want the right guy for to hit four point two ETH, right? We just we want this. Oh. <laughs> no. I forgot about this. Like, I I I was like, oh, Matt, Ovi, like, you have a nice hair flow. I told him in text, like, yeah. Don't you remember? Like, I'm not cutting until four point twenty ETH floor for right guy. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're gonna have hair like me soon. And so, <laughs> but I love it. Like, he's got the flow going on. I mean, look at him. Come on to YouTube if you're on Space. I don't know what you're doing still on Twitter Spaces. I mean. I mean, we are in rock radio youtube you know the vibes i'm not gonna post a link because i always get messed up um and so and so anyways i i like it you got the flow going on and go sheesh oh like, and seth looks like he's dialing in from a call center said the comment yeah, he, he does but now I, he just you like, need uh you know yeah i like that osf has bradley cooper here i like the bradley cooper and omar sharif yeah uh, yeah comparison. I, I like, i'll take those yeah, i like that i mean listen the call center one is borderline racist uh, he definitely looked like a washed-up <laughs> Hollywood star, I would say. <laughs> Hollywood, right? Had 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 one hit film now, just in the call center. Oh, one hundred percent. Living my days out. We saw him in that movie like ten years ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Where's he now? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, are we gonna are we gonna start playing like uh, Punjabi music on the show or something like that? Like, is that where, is that where we're headed? <laughs> That's borderline racist. <laughs> <laughs> you said you said he looks like a Bollywood star, okay? But anyways, uh, <laughs> we should be playing the, the 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 Star Wars soundtrack because it is May fourth, uh, and I you know the fourth is definitely uh, with us today. 
Oh, and that's how I feel. I gotta say, someone said Slumdog Reckon there. Reckon there. I love that. That was a great movie, by the way. I've watched it so many times. Mando, I'm living vicariously through you. I mean, it looks absolutely insane where you're at. It's beautiful at the Cote d'Azur. Cote d'Azur. Oh, monsieur, yeah. did you go to the boulangerie this morning? I actually ran out yesterday and got, went down to the, the local boulangerie. Um, they didn't like my accent really there, but yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're not, they're not big fans of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of anything other than French uh, down there. No. I mean, uh, I, I do try French. It's just they just like laugh at me when I, yeah. when I go. Mind you, even French, they're not a fan of all Frenches. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways. <clears throat> yeah, you, you, really, you really effed up yesterday with the, uh, with the Canadian announcement. You know, like uh, your, your, uh, your saying of, of, the, of the CEO of um, Hennessy. Second name. L-L-O. So when there's a vowel, like it reads a Y. Yeah, so yo. But is that somehow. Spanish, though? Isn't that Spanish or is that, uh-huh. is that French Canadian as well? No, no, it's, it's a French Jeez. thing. Like, like, you know, like, uh, like there's a lot of words, you know, that start like that. But anyways, I, it was a great show, though. It was really interesting to hear the insights of the CEO and president of Hennessy. And so it was great. But today on the show, today, today, I mean, we're already joined by Soban. There you go. Here you go. So be on the stream because we have a special show ahead today. We got a stack stage. Holy, we got Ray. We got Ben. We got stats on Twitter Space. We got Sobi, Mando, and and Osef here. We have these on the way, and we have the founder of Sorare uh, coming through this morning. So today on the show, today, today, DJ's market report, macro, crypto, NFTs at FOMC yesterday. Everything's pumping. You love to see it. Um, yeah. It's my favorite green coin. Uh, post FOMC pump across the board. We're going to talk to OSF quickly about this before he takes us through a tour of where he's at right now. So you definitely want to come on video because, you know, my boy's exposing at the exhibiting at the HOFA. Hell yeah. And it's a really sick piece. So he's going to give us a quick little um, tour of the gallery, which he's at in London right now. Super fun. After that, quickly, we have Jenko. He's going to give us a quick legal TLDR. I, you know, we've got we we actually really trained Jenko with that to give us a five minute TLDR. I gotta say, he's gone really good at this. Our our favorite host of the Lex line on Rugby, about <coughs> the Nate Chastain situation, why he's facing sixty years in prison, which is like whoa. Uh, that news came out yesterday. Maybe it's metadata updates. We'll get to that if we have time. And then last but not least, special guest today, Nicolas Julia, who is a co-founder and CEO of Soware, who are our partners for Sports Vertical at Rug Radio. So we're super excited to have another Chad today uh, on the show. So anyways, 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 woo! Make sure you retweet the room. Make sure you come on YouTube. Make sure you like the stream. Make sure you subscribe. And without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Today. Brought to you by Rug Radio. Hey guys, so um, yeah, it's been a tough 48 hours for equities, really. We're down another 1% on the S&P 500. Um, we obviously had the FOMC yesterday. They raised interest rates by 25 basis points as expected. Um, I guess the big thing was the communication and language we got around it. Um, I think the main thing is that they didn't, communicate any uh any thought uh towards cutting rates this year markets right now are pricing in rate cuts at, at the end of the year and what Powell said seems to be um counteractive to towards that thought so there still continues to be this big um disbelief of the markets as to what Powell is saying um but the second thing that i think is slightly more dovish is in the um language that they have on the actual statement they there used to be something that said um 
we believe additional monetary tightening may be appropriate, which means like we think we still need to make we still need to hike rates. Um, they actually remove that from the language, which I think is uh, a positive sign. So I think like where we come out after that is like the Fed doesn't want to cut rates anytime soon, but they also don't need to raise rates further. Um, obviously, the big thing yesterday was PacWest plummeting like another fifty percent because they basically put um, they decided that they're going to sell the bank, which means they're in distress. And so interest rates have had like a huge, huge insane rally. We're down to like 3.79% now on two year. And for compar- comparison, that was at 4.15% at some point last year. So um, Western you know, Alliance kind of like, this morning as well. Was Western, Western Alliance this morning as well, yes. Western Alliance falls 43, uh, 53% following news the bank is exploring a sale. Oh, well, All these regional yeah. banks are screwed, basically. Well, um, yeah, like oh, there's no, there's basically zero way... I mean, in my opinion, there's zero way the Fed can raise rates even further from here because you're seeing you're now seeing the knock-on effect to all these regional banks that are like poorly capitalized or had too much exposure to treasuries or whatever it was. Um, I think they've communicated that to an extent, and I guess the thing is they've communicated they're not going to cut rates by the end of the year, but the market is kind of taking the other side of that basically. But you know, we'll see what happens in the banking sector. This is why the S and P 500 is underperforming tech stocks because it's affecting banking stocks and all the bank stocks are down right now so um, yeah look it's kind of precarious it's good for it's good for crypto like crypto is up um bitcoin's up to 29k ether's up to 1900 and you have this um narrative now which is like banks fucking up rates have a potentially going lower um and uh inflation still being like a medium to long-term concern so um it's a really really like good environment for crypto it's a very strong environment for crypto and that's why bitcoin's up 80 85 percent whatever it is this year um and i think it's a narrative that will continue to strengthen and, and be strong for that but mainly for the majors i would say yeah look, I, I was the loser who actually listened to the whole press conference um and he kind of just danced between being dovish and being hawkish um he basically said that they're not going to raise rates it looks like for the next few months and Everything's data dependent from now on. Um, if anything, like crypto and ETH didn't really do much after that. They kind of stayed where they were, maybe even drifted slightly lower. What caused ETH and Bitcoin to pump again was when futures opened at not, uh, in the evening and the banking stocks fell lower again. So after hours, banking stocks fell lower. So there's this whole idea that, yeah, like Oaseptor said, we are basically just pumping as soon as banking stocks look um uh, look look weak banking stocks going down remember f- for a really 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 bad recession you need a credit crunch that's what happened in 2008 that's what happened in i don't know 1929 for example when banks go down and um credit spirals out of the system um that's that's when you get really really bad recessions so why whereas i think that hopefully the fed will act if a number of banks look like they are under stress that also increases the tail that if they don't re- react significantly enough, this could spiral into a really, really bad recession. So what I think is that it means the base case is that the Fed will probably have to intervene, but it does mean that the tail risk suddenly of this recession just got a lot, lot worse um, because credit crunch spirals down. It's not just like a slowdown activity. It's it, it, it really, really can butcher an economy. So um yeah, that's, that's how I kind of read it right now. And stocks are kind of bouncing between that right now. So whereas things like gold and 
in Bitcoin have been rising because bank stocks going lower. Stocks themselves have started to go slightly lower because they're a little bit on edge that if the Fed doesn't intervene significantly enough, this could turn into a really bad recession. Well, um, that's definitely what we don't, not what we wish on the people. But uh, so you can go for crypto so far. So what Ovi was saying, you know, we got Bitcoin touch 1929. Okay, ETH went above 1910 yesterday, I think. What was it, 1915 or something for a moment? And um, and the whole market uh, rallied up, including our favorite tokens. Uh, so <laughs> you love to see that, and uh, and that was good. What else, uh, Ovi, like I always ask you, what's next? Uh, where, where's our little data points that I need to remember so I can ask you on hey, the show? Tomorrow. So tomorrow we have payrolls, and the consensus for it, I think, is like 179,000 or around that ballpark. Um, if we hit that number, that will be the second month in a row where we actually um, have lower payrolls. Payrolls for last year was like super sticky and didn't go, didn't really go much lower than we had that crazy number for December. So, um, you know, if this number is lower again uh, and we do hit that consensus, that that kind of tells you that markets are maybe more right than the Fed is, and it will increase the narrative that maybe the Fed has to pivot. And by the end of the year, I think one thing the Fed did say they're very clear about is like we will change our decision making based on economic development so they've kind of left an open door there to to change what they're doing and saying but um yeah payrolls tomorrow and then next week on wednesday we have inflation all right well i guess we will see uh where that goes in other news uh it seems like pepe has you know passed through top 75 coins by market cap so <laughs> some pretty insane action going on there obviously has taken away a lot probably from the nft space and i think we've passed the the, the cap where we can actually like Talk about it a little bit because <laughs> it seems like it's gone really, really big and whatnot. So I think, you know, two weeks ago would be different. But I think now it's it's worth mentioning. It's actually crazy what's going on, on that front. So, um, you know, obviously always tread carefully um, with everything. And uh, one thing, if anything, what's been kind of dangerous is a lot of rugs over the last few days. We saw the WSB stuff rug yesterday and a lot of people, a lot of people lost money. And then uh, there was the whole debacle over this other token. I'm never going to name it because it's so stupid. But um definitely um definitely be careful out there that's kind of like the message and uh, and ape responsibly please because you know uh one token makes it big like that it doesn't mean every other token makes it big like that right mando <laughs> i'm i've not been involved i'm saying you're killing it like this this motherfucker is like this motherfucker is killing it and you'd love to see that but i think it's worth mentioning um because uh this is look like we're topical we talk about the space every day we cover the space every single day and this is what's happening right now in our space so you know i think you gave a pretty good idea of of like no a balanced analysis of, of a shit coin the other day where it was like a lot of people up pretty quickly i think it's what Happy's been around for just under two, think 20 two days. weeks. Yeah, something like that. So it's a lot of people are up bigly. So you got to be aware that like this thing can go down a lot. At the same time, like in a year's time, can you imagine this coin still being around? I actually can. So like <laughs> I know that sounds that might sound ridiculous, but I actually do think it can be it's around. Crazy that I this name. <laughs> so and I'm not saying I'm not saying it can't be a lot lower in terms of valuation. I think it could go down to like 100, whatever. But do I think that's a zero now? I'm not too sure. Like it's one of these ones where the higher it goes, the more chance it is of surviving. But um, I personally, I also don't think that this is this is what people always do in these scenarios, right? They they assume that that narrative, and this always happened in the NFT space. Like 
there was one meta happen and then you'd buy like the second or third one and then that one would eventually yeah. turn to zero you know like you'd buy you'd buy the after azuki all, all those like all those japanese slash anime projects launched and they all ended up failing i just be very very wary of people telling you you're going to make infinite infinite money but- 700 market cap puts it literally above maker so you're looking at and above clay so right under sui which was the latest to have like gone ballistic i think it's because the Binance. how many holders are there now there are on chain that's on chain though right so there's 85k on chain so, right. so, so roughly, you still got around every holder owns every holder owns around eight thousand dollars worth of this coin. Well, that's so just, not, that's just on chain, right? Like you probably have exchange owners, right? So you're probably looking over hundred k. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, um, that's probably they, true. They had a public sale at ten cents, which was pretty cool. I think the way Sui did their distribution, uh, super fucking greedy. Like shout out to their market makers because they didn't do an airdrop or anything. But they did a, it was like a, uh, I think, um, what's that shit called? Like a raffle. So you had to, and then a bunch of people, I, I, don't, I can't remember what the max ticket size was, but I imagine it was like 300 bucks, 400 bucks, something like that. So a lot of the holders are probably those people. And then I know that there's a few uh, NFT mints that I know people uh, in group chats that I'm in and stuff are looking forward to. So what is um, it? Per- what is the what- coin? It, I just I was on Binance yesterday and it was like a, a top. All the exchanges are pumping it right now. Look, like, look oh. here, look, Lydia Binance. It literally says like it's just there's a banner about it. So yeah. what Sui is is like, do you remember uh, Facebook DM? Facebook's like internal blockchain project that then yeah. got kind of stonewalled by a bunch of regulatory stuff. Yeah, they built this language called Move that apparently is um, it does like parallelization. And so it's able to apparently uh, do way more transactions, like up to 50K TPS or whatever is the meme. And so Aptos, that, that team, when they got kind of stonewalled, they, they left Facebook and Aptos was, was one of the teams and Sui was that other team. And uh, Aptos was a few months ahead of Sui. Um, and they, they both use Move in their languages. And it's supposed to be like a highly performant blockchain that has like a bunch of money, uh, basically. So it could be interesting to see I personally think that, like, I'm obviously a big ETH guy. I do think that there is room for an alt L1 that's, like, non-EVM. Uh, I think Solana fits that category right now because, like, my, my opinion is that it's harder to build a community of developers that will actually build tooling and build projects on your tech and applications than it is to focus on the tech. And if, if Sui or Aptos are able to somehow have that type of watershed moment where they get people like it, it could be something, but definitely a good meta to potentially play with regards to projects launching on Sui. Um, uh, NFTs launching on Sui could be like a nice little Ponzi for a little bit. Is this just oh, another one of those VC coins or does this feel a bit more? Yeah, is this a VC coin? This is for sure a VC coin. Yeah. Wait, well, I'll stick to my green non VC coins uh, respectfully. Uh, but okay, <laughs> I mean, look, you know, where 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 is this at? Are we, uh, you know, I mean, ApeCoin's at one thirteen billion dollar diluted market cap. That's kind of similar to like Arbitrum, right? Yeah, and that's apparently the market basically prices these Alt L one slash L twos around the same. It's usually they'll launch at one to two billion um, circulating market cap, and then yeah. around what I don't think the FDB matters that much, but like. I think um, I think it, it, and what I'm saying is it doesn't matter how much at launch, but over time, as those unlocks happen, 
that would be really nice if we had regu- like real sensible regulation as if we had disclosures on when our tokens going to hit the market and when are they going to get unlocked because it, that's you know that's something that I would like to know as a trader or an investor is like hey I'm going to buy SUE I'm going to play around with it when am I going to get a massive unlock from VCs that are going to dump on me does that not get always um no it gets harder to know because uh when companies do public when pu- it depends on if the company wants to disclose it right like most companies don't really p- disclose it publicly and then secondly you know what they their tokenomics will usually be like a pie chart that says you know this was this is our tokenomics this is public sale private sale or they won't even say that they'll say investors have this chunk team has this chunk uh community has this chunk foundation has this chunk whatever um but there's not much clarity with regards to when the when some of these unlocks are happening and it, sometimes it's usually like someone will leak it from a, an investor update or someone that uh, was able to get their hands on investor documentation and be like oh this is the, wild. the, the, the term so it's crazy anyways so that's that's actually wild so thanks for updating us on that because i don't think we knew um and so it's good to know listen uh, all i see is that she was still at six billion dollar market cap so uh you know I'll be uh, I'll be vibing uh, until then. <laughs> yeah, it's five point eight bill. Uh, I was just looking at the I was just looking at the top coins. It's actually crazy. Also, how something like Sui, like you just talked about, just comes up and just like goes to like diluted like almost as much as uh as that. Someone's saying one year clear, three year vest on 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 Sui uh in the in the in the chat. But anyways, we got Nicola coming in like fifteen minutes. So uh so I'm gonna go to next. I mean our our, our NFTs, our NFTs. If they are is, is that still going on or what? Who is the man, Macro Daddy of the land? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Yeah, so it's going on, but volumes have, have massively um, decreased from the other day when they um, they kind of pumped on the back of that initial blur blur news. We're kind of going back to days where we're talking about twenty million dollars of of volume at the moment. Um, and it's kind of the same name. So I think we only had two names across all marketplace, which had more than a thousand ETH worth of volume, and that was Mutant Apes, and that was Azuki. Um, most of that was um, Airdrop Farming. So it's it's been a, I don't know, just a slower period. I saw there was a big update from the um, from Forgotten Runes yesterday about their gameplay and also their development. That's an interesting project. It seems like um, the founders are. Very active, very smart, and I think they're here for the long term. So uh, that's that's one I think is a is a slow burner. Who, who are you talking about? Forgotten Runes. Oh yeah, 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 hundred percent. Big fan, big big fan of them. Um, other than that, I, th- I saw D Gods. They did an AMA yesterday. Frank, um, there was a high D God sale. Wow. Um, but but yeah, it's it's just slowed down from the from the initial um, blur pump yesterday, and I haven't really seen any 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 large sales. You've seen. Art blocks are starting to get hit slightly down. Like there's some clearing, it seems. Obviously, you've got the upcoming auction from um, from 3AC, which has kind of made that market pretty illiquid, right? No one's really touching it um, yeah. ahead of that. But um, I saw a ring of trade at like 50. Uh, sorry, I saw Fidenza trade at around 50. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, that's kind of been when they've been trading, if I'm honest. Um, I think around there, yeah, yeah. That that's accurate. I mean, it's a little. Oh yeah, ETH is up. Sorry. So, yeah, because you're looking at what 100k, right? So that's kind of been there was bids at 80. Yeah, it's it's been trading around 80 to 100k. So that makes sense. Yeah, and then I think you've seen 
some interest in the creators of the two like major coins, I guess, over the last couple of days. So I think um, there's been some movement back into like Heads, which is the Matt Fury project. I still think Matt Fury's ecosystem could really fly in like the medium term on the on the back of some of this. Um, I was looking through all of his stuff that he's already released. Um, obviously, he did Heads, Pegs, Zogs. Um, but then he did the rare, the rare Pepe, um, which I just think look incredible. I don't know if you've I, seen that. Well, it's these. card 1000. So it's series 20 card 50, which is the last rare Pepe card that was reserved for him in 2016. No, but he did his own rare Pepe collection. I don't know if you've seen this. Um, I'm going to put it into, put it into the group chat. Yeah. You I, I, hit up Matt. I texted him. I was like, yo, we got to have you on the show. Like we got to have it. you. I mean, we've hosted him before, but we got to have him come and talk about like the story of Pepe the Frog right now. Obviously, it's everything top people kinda, about, So they kind of been trading around. Wait, this is know, him? Five to ten. Yeah, he did his own series of rare Pepe's, but they're like video style, and they are. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They are, are incredible. That artwork um, is beautiful. Well, it's not beautiful. That is so funny. Like they're really, really good. Um, yeah, I think I think they could. This is an interesting collection to look at. I, I don't own any. I'm just this is something I'm looking at. Um, it just feels as though if you take a step back now and you think about the IP that's going that is going to be valuable over the next five to ten years, it does feel like Pepe is just like a no-brainer. You just got to work out where you want to invest in it, you know. And there was that really high rare Pepe trade yesterday, right? Um, was there? Wasn't it like six hundred grand, or was it no, no? Like that's that's an older one. That was two weeks ago. That was a few weeks ago. That six, you saw Deez and I talk about it because it was um, it was the Winkle Pepe that sold for yeah. twenty bitcoin. Um, but that's a one of one. So that's the latest uh, one of one sale. Wow, this sold for ten ETH, uh, twenty three hours ago. But obviously they don't move a lot like that. But I believe that was a Pegs airdrop, right, uh, or something like that. No, 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 that was a different. He did, he did, he did a, he did a counterparty, uh, rare Pepe, but then he did these separately. Wow. This is cool. No, I, I've been liking some of the. I've been seeing some of the that flow back to some of his work. Um, I mean, the heads are at two point four ETH, uh, and they were down lower than lower than they were like around the one ETH or something. And what's fun is that for owning a heads, I believe we all got this airdrop, and I saw it in my wallet the other day. What was it? Hold on. Um, and it's that even went up. Um, it was Zog. Um, what is it? Not Zogs, dude. I forgot. But it's. Um, it was. Uh, hold on. Let me see. It was something called this one. See these two. I got these airdrop for having uh, the go. the heads, and so those have been. This one, there you go. This edition uh, has been getting some movement. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I mean, understandably so, and rightfully so. Like you know, but it's got, I got a lot of the frogs, but rightfully so, right? Like you know, I love seeing some of that going back to uh, going back to uh, to Matt Fury's original collection, which is cool. Um, another uh, another, I mean, Pepe uh, type of art news. I mean, you're. You're exhibiting a one of one, Ovi, right? And if I'm not mistaken, from yeah. when I saw in the sneak peek, that's the piece. Do you want to do you want to go show us or what? Yeah, let me uh, uh let me show you around. Okay. I thought I thought that was really cool, and um, and so hold on, let me let me show this like this. Like an art gallery where you are right now. Well, he's in the office, right? Yeah. Uh, wait, hang on. Let me just turn off this uh, Ovi, background. If you're if you're on spaces, uh, come on the pin tweet. Uh, sorry, I didn't pin it. I'm gonna pin it right now. I did post it though. Uh, and I see I see Nikolai in the studio already. We're gonna bring you up in about ten minutes. That's gonna be a great show. I love that. Yeah. Nikolai's doing us on video, but um, right. come, come on YouTube and, and it's at the bottom right. But this is the gallery that Ovi's at. Hold on, let me stop. This is this is this is Agoria. You know, you guys know Agoria. 
Love Agoya. Yeah. That's all. Oh wow! Here's uh, here's Ork- Ork- this is Orkan's piece. Nice. Displaying this one, that's a lot. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You see it? Yeah, yeah. We see perfectly. Yeah. Wow. This is, this is Orkan right up, here. Orkan? Hey. Not behind him. Hiding. <laughs> Hannah, don't hide. Is that why she didn't show up? They said, said don't hide. They can't hear. They can't hear you because I'm on earphones. They said don't hide. This is Jake. What's up? <laughs> Um, oh, yeah. I came to his gallery. Then, I saw Fidenza. I was walking past there and I saw Fidenza and walked yeah, in. Yeah, we, 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 did, we did come here. Oh, this, this is Elio. Elio is like the main, the main man of the gallery. Elio. <laughs> um, so, oh. yes, yeah, so this is like all the contemporary art that they have. This is an artist called Il Joaquim, who's quite, quite famous for the tissue paper stuff. This is a big um, deal gallery. It's fair, no? I've been there. Yeah, so, right, this, is the piece. Piece. Wow. this is the piece. Wow. This is the piece I have here. Go. If you have a good view of Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Well, don't move. You've, you've become a Pepe artist now. Like you've moved on from Rec Guy to Pepe. No, I just had. That's right. I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, not really. I mean, that is that is actually a Rec Guy sitting on the on the couch. Is that a Rec Guy? Can you screen down? Ah, yeah, yeah, I like it. The whole I piece. Like it. There you go. There you go. Don't move up, up, yeah. up, up. There you go. That is so. Just so people know, this is a big gallery in Mayfair, and I remember walking past there one day and walking because I saw Fidenza, and they were showcasing yeah. a bunch of stuff because they have their own marketplace. Like they actually sell NFTs, and it's a it's a traditional art gallery, which is in like one of the best neighborhoods in London, right? And yeah, so this- they do. I mean, like I'll sh- I mean, I'll show you outside, but they lit- it's literally like um, everything is like like, like <laughs> right there, basically. So I miss London. Oh my god, I I love London. Yeah, you gotta come back. Dude, that piece is sick. Congrats, Ovi. That's really cool. So, what's the deal with that? It's going on their marketplace, or like, what's the? Yeah, it so it'll be on their. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be auctioned from their marketplace. I think we'll, we'll probably start it after tonight. There's a private viewing tonight, so maybe after tonight or tomorrow. Um, and then for anyone who's in London, like this, the exhibition is open to the public from the fifth to the twenty sixth of May. So it's just like it's called the House of Fine Art and. Um, in Mayfair in London, so just uh, feel free to come by and have a look. Yeah, so House of Fine Art in Mayfair, yeah. in London. If you're there, make yeah. sure you go check it out. You can't miss it. It's like right in front of your face, like this, like on the big screen. So this is super yeah. cool. Yeah. For the next two weeks, you said? For the next three weeks, I think. Three yeah, two weeks. to three weeks. Yeah, three weeks, I think. Yeah. Uh, we have to go- oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me show you one more thing. I need to show you one more thing. Um, so when you go downstairs, there's like this old bank vault thing. Oh, the signal's going to um, bad. So we've got more stuff downstairs. Well, more stuff downstairs. Uh, we're probably going to lose you downstairs. I have a feeling. Oh, no, we're good. Yeah, and look, so, oh, so wow. here you have this whole room. And is we that have a cast copy piece in there. Yeah. That was a <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's behind me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a cat. Nice. That's actually, that's actually an ACK that he has a piece. Oh, hey. There. Yeah, we have an ACK. Behind me, I have um, Gavin Shapiro. Oh, that oh, is! Yeah. I love that. Yeah, we have a we have a DK right here. Yo! Oh, this piece is sick. Yeah. So sick. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. And then, yeah, this is. I mean, this is the coolest room, basically. Which is I mean, like, of course, it's just a the- room with. Yeah, with a. Uh, let me just try and get you a good. What the heck yeah. is that? It's the latest one, though. Yeah. That's that's Mesco Tetro, which I just put tweeted. Yeah. And Tesco actually tweeted back saying, "Ha, like the actual official Tesco Twitter account." 
Well, I remember. Remember, he dropped that piece while we were on air. Remember, he famously went... he famously works at, works at the checkout at Tesco. Wait, where did <laughs> where did X copy and? Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Tesco actually replied you, replied Tesco to you. Tesco replied. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was hilarious. Um, that is, but yeah, it's cool. It's cool to it's cool to actually display all this stuff properly. I think. Um, yeah, that's yeah, so funny. Tesco just replied. Tesco just replied yeah. here. This is cool. I bet you X copy. I wouldn't be surprised if like X copy, like even after making like tens of millions of dollars, still works at the cashier as a, at, the, at, a, at a Tesco and just vibing, like doing this thing, like as an anonymous, like the biggest creator in like crypto art. Like <laughs> that's pretty fire. You absolutely yeah, love that, that. Would not surprise me. Oh my god, um, that is that is yeah, so. Cool. That's it. Well, Ovi, congrats. Good luck. Thanks. Have fun today. Thank Enjoy. you. Uh, you deserve it, yeah. and, uh, and listen. Uh, if if you know if the Pepe gods are with me, we may or may not be doing a little bidding on that piece. So hey, it's uh, perfect timing. Perfect timing. <laughs> I mean, they're with us right now. The way we've passed seven twenty-five. So <laughs> Ovi's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to buy your art, but maybe. It's a free world. It's a free world. I'm willing, I'm willing to split that. I'm not willing to fight you for it because you do have your size is not my size. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right sorry. i'm gonna i'll i'll I'll, uh, I'll leave you guys to it see you, Obi. have fun bro no yeah, my lady right. entered the chat you just you're uh -oh. just slowly leaving uh oh my lady came in Ovi's leaving i mean if you're on video we're joined by by d's right now what's up d's good morning gm gm how are you guys doing we're vibing we're vibing we're about to get into so this we got the king's jersey on he's looking good yeah yeah light the beam light the beam we're about to go just quickly though I do want to talk about one thing. I mean, that was news yesterday uh, before we get into that. I mean, it did make the headlines big time. And we have Jenko here. Uh, I do have to give Jenko uh, two seconds to talk about this. I know you're going to you're going to cover it on your show. Uh, but yesterday, God damn, dude, these routers, man, these websites just at, you can't. I'm just going to use a crypto media website because they don't fucking ask me to remove my ad blocker. Uh, so anyways, uh, here yesterday in open in, in NFT news yesterday. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, NFT news yesterday. Sorry, y'all. I just keep getting hit by all these pop ups. Um, ex OpenSea manager Nate Chastain guilty of NFT fraud money laundering. NFC uh, insider trading isn't worth aping into, which is the, the subtitle by Blockworks here is what I'm rating. Uh, and Nate Chastain, a former manager of OpenSea, was convicted by a jury of wire fraud and money laundering on Wednesday, May 3rd, uh, marking the culmination of a landmark case with broad implications for the NFT industry. The case has been described as the first insider trading prosecution brought uh, within the NFT world. I mean, a lot of you guys are uh, familiar with this case uh, I still remember these that night of that famous big Twitter space where Kobe came on and Twitter space actually melted uh, when when uh, all that stuff happened I mean Jenko uh, if I could give you three minutes here to give us a TLDR what is going on and what's coming next what do you got for me GM man thanks for having me um, shout out to OSF that's that's awesome he's become pretty prolific hasn't he um, it's, it's actually crazy to, it's, to see it's really fun to watch he's a, he's a good dude um, yeah and and everyone on stage it's, it's cool to be here really quickly you always like read these inflammatory articles and then bring me on like right after i you um, know you know that because i know you, you're always the guy bringing people back to reality with the actual facts on the law and not the, well i've the got headlines. carlo in my back pocket my co-partner shout out to carlo of lex line he's been feeding me information all night and all morning on this in federal court nate chastain was uh, a former product manager was his title at OpenSea was convicted of, as you said, money laundering and wire fraud. 
um, August 22nd, I believe we're looking at a date for sentencing. Um, Carlo and I, I put my money on Carlo and Carlo put his money on, on maybe 10 to 18 months is a potential. Now that's a, that's a, that's a, that's an estimate because these are very fact specific. It can go mm-hmm. up with aggravating factors and down with mitigating factors. Um, well, I don't know if it's far reaching and widely broadly implicate that, you know, it, it's, you can't commit fraud. The government will find a way to punish you. They used novel, um, theories. Why, if I can get into one small detail of the why and how this happened, he was an employee and the case came down to misuse of your employer's confidential information. So if he didn't sign a confidentiality agreement when he took on his job, mm-hmm. or if it was written slightly differently, the, the government's case w- could have crumbled. Um, so it did turn on that. What, why is that important to this specific case? Because it's probably going to be appealed and the appellate court will take deep looks at, look at this because it was a novel kind of use of, of the wire fraud and money laundering. He used multiple wallets and that got him into money laundering. But yeah. In this world, we know that, that that may be standard practice, like best practices is sometimes using multiple wallets. So those are the novel factual issues that may, and uh, Bird Nalls or, or Matt Feinberg, both of those folks, kind of another law- lawyers in this space made that point to me, and I think it's a great point. The multiple wallets may not be a sign of, of being, uh, you know, ultra criminal or deceptive. It may be just, just uh, how the, the space works. So there's, there's always an appeal. Um, we're not looking at 20 years. 20 years is the statutory maximum for someone convicted under these stat- These statutes are very fact-specific. Carlo is, is kind of looking at something lower. But again, it's on appeal, and, and we'll see some sentencing in August. How's right. that? No, is this, that is, this is a great – this is actually is exactly three You're minutes. You're keeping me on my toes, man. Dude, let me tell you something. You've gotten very good at this, and and we appreciate you. Well, I appreciate you. it, man. I, I enjoy the, the space. I, I enjoy being up here. Mando's one of the smartest guys I know. You're <laughs> one of the best. You're you're getting great at hosting, dude. You're like oh, you're thank almost you. As good as Thread Guy, <laughs> and you're getting there. So I love. Can it. Someone kick this guy off over. the Rug Radio Network. <laughs> I mean, this motherfucker has got a show on Rug Radio. He's telling me that no, I'm kidding. I appreciate you. I, I have leveled up as a host, not going to lie. That's what Sobey and Dee's taught me all the time, my favorite influencers. Uh, but No, you legit have. So thank you, man. <laughs> no, Janko, uh, really appreciate you. Um, when's the next um, LexLine show that you guys are going to cover this on? I think Friday we both have okay. engagements. So we're going Tuesday and Friday next week. Got it. We try to have guests, but we'll talk about all the legal and kind of regulatory news. And uh, Sobey made a great point. The uh, 10Ks and, and SEC disclosures are very specific and you know where to look for information. But here we have none of that with these tokens. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see where that, what ha- what happens there. And definitely that's going to case, uh, put a set, set a precedent uh, for the space as a whole. So Jenko, thank you for coming up. Thank you for the TLDR. Of course, everybody, like this is the case that we've been following all along and it's important to report on. So it was important to just give a, a little bit of airtime uh, to that this morning. I have pinned at the top a tweet uh, from uh, Jenko as well. And if you want to tune in to his show with Carlo, so shout out to Carlo, who's down there in the audience, defy, defy defense law. These guys host a great show Mondays, and, uh, Tuesdays and Fridays on Rug Radio called the Lex Line at 1230 Eastern Standard Time, where they cover usually like all the topical stuff uh, with regards to news uh, on uh, on the um, on, you know, on the uh, on, you know, legal in the space. Anyways, that's on that the on the legal side of the You're space. I mean, you <laughs> come on, man. 
Like you dropped out of law school. You're it's so weird. You're frozen. So like I didn't realize you were talking. Oh really? Yeah. You're like you're like frozen, frozen. Hold on, let me see. Ooh. Yeah, you're frozen. What were you saying? Do you guys always have to remind me and my poor mother that I dropped out of law school? Like, do they like do they like my poor mom? Like, what if she listens to the show and there's two Brits that always remind her that her son, her elder's son, who was supposed to be a lawyer in true Persian fashion, dropped out of law school? Do you have to remind my poor mom? Just your lack of legal terminology always. Uh, because always my legal terminology is in French. I oh, studied law school at University oh, oh, yeah. of Montreal, mind you, which is one of the best legal law schools in Canada. And uh, and yes, I did drop out on my last semester, though. So can uh, I ask, like, the people that you were in law school with, what do they? I guess you're still friends with them. Like, what do they think of now? Like, they must be in like horrific jobs, like working because all the lawyers I know who are like 26 to 28, they just hate their lives. Yeah, um, yeah. They, uh, I, I'm not in contact with a lot of them. I only had a couple of friends there. I don't want to be like all grime and stuff. That's my friend from last week that sadly passed away. And uh, so, but that goes to show you like, there's a lot, it's pressure, you know, it's pressure. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, uh, it's a lot, you know, that's one of the reasons why I left. I was burnt out after year one and I worked for a lawyer and I was like, this ain't for me. Uh, that's why I'm like super careful. My little brother who's still in law school and he's just finished his finals this week. So he's back home for the summer. Uh, he's got a year left. So I'm always like trying to support and shit. And I'm like, yo, just like, you know, you got this. Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's, 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 and especially over here, like there's same, some really same schools. in the old banking industry as well. Like yeah. everyone just gets, they just work. They, when they get to 28, it's like, right, I need to do something else. Those are like super high pressure, like jobs and just schools. And they put you through it. Like they really put you through it when you're, when you're in law school and stuff. And, and they just like, even when you're on your first couple of years, like doctor, like that's, that's crazy. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes I, I just look back and I'm super grateful that I had that like entrepreneur like thing in me to kind of like save me from, from, from that. But Hey, stay in school, kids, stay in school. Don't be blaming Farouk. Don't be tell your mom, don't be tell your mom, you know, or don't be, you know, if you're Hispanic, you get the chanclas. If you're Persian like me, you can get the remote control thrown at you. So please don't be telling your moms you're dropping off of law school. Cause you listen to this crazy long haired guy. On, 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 a, on a show about NFTs and crypto, okay? Like, please, okay? And don't be dropping out of school because you made a bag of Pepe either, okay? Stay in school, kids. I'm going to bring Nicola up here in one second, but quickly, quickly, at this panel at the top, Ben, NFT 101, one of our all-star hosts on Rug Video from Audio Galleries. He has his partnership with OpenSea. Speaking of, of, of OpenSea, Audio Galleries, you've got something massive coming up. Ben, if I give you 120 seconds to talk to us about what's going on with you, <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate you having me up. I will go fast. Um, yeah, Audio Galleries uh, has been going now for about three or four months. I'm connecting amazing artists to a community of uh, collectors and people who really appreciate fine art. I have today the first generative collection, which is going live with British contemporary artist Philip Colbert. It's an amazing artist. Uh, the collection is called Flowers, Flowers, Flowers. If you go to OpenSea right now on the homepage, it's the top banner on there. Damn. It's an incredible collection of unique artworks that are absolutely stunning. Some of the most beautifully 3D rendered artworks I've seen in a long, long time. And so, yeah, super excited. My show is on in 40 minutes, so I will overlap with you. So when you're finished with GM Web 3 come over Hell to yeah. Audio Galleries and listen in. I'll be interviewing Philip, talking more about his life, 
his experience, his inspiration, and of course, the mint will then go live half an hour into the show and runs for 72 hours. That's thank sick. You, no, thank you. Thank you. I mean, Ben is killing it, man. And this partnership you've got going on with OpenSea and you get that front page all the time, I think is fire. So definitely, definitely a killer uh, host on the network. So anyways, 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 there he is. There's the man of the hour. One of our favorite founders. Uh, <laughs> I know. Listen, you got a lot of fans on this stage. So one, one thing I pinned to the top a tweet saying Nicolas coming on the show today. So if you have any questions in the audience about Sorare, obviously you've been talking, hearing us talk about it a lot. Whether it's with GM Web three, GN Web three, because we played the basketball game uh, there, we played the football game on this show, uh, Buster Show, uh, which is a Rugrito creator on YouTube. That was reposted by the NBA and everything. So as you've seen, we've partnered with Sawyer on a lot of different things. And it's been super fun to be able to finally, and actually not finally, again, you know, for a second time. Again. First time was last year. Have Nicola Julia, the co-founder of CEO of Sawyer. Nicola, good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I mean, I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be back here. Uh, you have uh, an energy that is amazing, right? Uh, and uh, no, I, I love listening to you and I'm very excited to be here today. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I mean, look, it's great to have you in video as well. I love the backdrop you got going on. Uh, it's a lot Thank of you. fun. I couldn't make Thank it you. to the office in Paris, but I heard it's fun over there. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. We, ha we have a nice setup. Yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to do more and more content like this. So, so yeah, we, we are getting equipped. I love that. No, I'm a big fan of that. Listen, uh, it's been uh, it's been pretty crazy time for you guys. Uh, it's so rare since we last spoke. I think you came on the show Mando, refresh my memory. Was it August or July? It was, it was a long time. August ago. last year. It was before you'd even added. Um, yeah, it was before NBA, that announcement. It was before you added NBA, and then you hinted that huh. that you were going to also add uh, that you were going to you were going to add football. But that was yeah. It's been a crazy twelve months. Just coming coming yeah. everything. Yeah, no, it, no, it has been crazy, and uh, yeah, we have been, I think, executing, uh, you know, very strongly on the partnership side, right? Because, um, you know, you know, I mean, this is a prerequisite for what we are, what we are, what we are doing, right? Long-term exclusive partnerships with uh, uh, the topics in in the world, and uh, and so yeah, we have been uh, we have been uh, very lucky to 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 strike these deals with the, the NBA, the MLB, the Premier League came a few months ago as well. Um, so yeah, we we have the foundations to to build something you know that that is going to to last for uh, for a very long time and um, and um, have a big impact in the in the world of sports and beyond. So uh, so yeah, it, it has been a crazy ride. Uh, this is crazy. I remember what's what's crazy, and, and if people listen back to that show uh, from oh from that show uh, a few a few months ago, you were on the stage and we were trying to you know as usual kind of like get you to drop some alpha, and you were like, listen. I <laughs> Big's coming, and I think like a, a month that was it, man. Like a week after month, like the EPL news. It was like right during EPL. This dropped MLB. Everything guys had going on. I mean, it's been. I had in my head. I had in my head like, oh, because when we spoke to you, it was a bit more fractured, right? I think you had teams signed up from different clubs in Europe, and we spoke about how difficult it is to acquire rights <laughs> in Europe yeah. because you know each league is, is separated, and I was like. You know, if you ever manage to do the EPL, this is huge because, like, fantasy football, I'm sure, is exactly the same in the US. It is just absolutely massive in the UK. Yeah, like, no, it's see... massive. massive in the UK, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. 50 to 60% of your friendship group, in a guy's friendship group, is probably playing it. So, 
I just think this is just a massive opportunity now, like uh, for you to for you to crush it. And and it's what I like as well is that the EPL seem to be really behind it as well. Like it seems as though they're all over it with the marketing, and it feels as though it's really going to pick up. Yeah, I think um, so. You know, I, I cannot get into too much details with all this, but uh, most of these leagues, they you know, they have equity uh, in the company, right? Yeah. So they are they are vested in the long run. Right? So so they 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 take the ride. No, they know it's going to be up and ups and down and and so on, uh, but they are here for the long run and uh, and that that makes it you know very special because it's a true partnership then and and so some of them are starting to push. You can expect way more uh, as you know the product matures and it's ready for for bigger audiences. But but yeah, that makes like true partnerships. Um, and uh, I think to get back to your point, when we last chatted, we had like probably Bundesliga, so the German league, the Spanish league. Uh, and so we, you know, we, we were in a very strong position, but of course, like uh, getting the Premier League uh, in the world of uh, in the world of football is, uh, you know, is critical. So, um, so no, we have, yeah, we have this amazing portfolio of partnerships. It's over 300 uh, partners um, between the sports. And uh, uh, when you look, you know, in the world of gaming, like even the biggest gaming studios in the world, you know, the, like they, they don't have this depth, right? So what we've done here is pretty unique. Um, and um, and what gets us excited as well is that it's all under the same roof. You know, when you think about the biggest video games like 2K, FIFA, and so on, like in, there's are silos. Uh, and what we are doing is that we are aggreg- aggregating that uh, under the same account, right? Uh, and so we are also aggregating the liquidity, right, between uh, between these different segments and, and user bases. And and I believe that this is going to grow the pie for everyone, right? Like, so it's going to be bigger for, uh, you know, the NBA product, bigger for the football product and so on. Um, so, yeah, we we, um, we are very excited by, by, by this. And I know we are going to consolidate in the coming months what we have because this product are still in their infancy, right? Like um, very, very early uh, compared to um, where we want to, to bring, in, bring them, you know, in terms of fun, in terms of social play, in terms of, uh, in terms of collectability. Like there are many, many streams that, uh, that we, we, we need to improve big time. This is all very impressive. <laughs> I, I'm like, it's actually crazy the rate at which you're growing. And it's, again, like it's super inspiring to have big name, like, you know, founders, builders in the space you know coming into into uh, into our show just a little you know memory refresh perhaps for people i mean look i'm assuming a lot of the people that listen to our show at this stage are very well aware of who you are the people are on our youtube right now as well but you want to maybe quick like just give another like reintro nicola of like who you are like and how this came about and then we'll get to the more of the what's up since then but like just quickly to refresh yeah. people's memories yeah, look, um, so, you know, I, I've been in, uh, in crypto now since, uh, so I, it has been, it has been eight years, I think. So I, I, I bet my career after I start in, in consulting. So pretty boring start right now. Uh, and, uh, so, uh, you know, and, and yeah, I discovered Bitcoin, went, uh, you know, like, uh, all in on this and uh and so i was um i was uh the first employee in a crypto company in paris uh and then it was uh yeah late uh late 17 uh beginning uh of 18 uh i just uh i just found uh nfts and and i was like wow uh, it's gonna change the way we own stuff online and we are just spending more and more time online so there's something behind this uh and i'm i'm, I'm a massive uh sports fan so uh, I was like, okay, you know, human beings have been, they have been collecting stuff uh, in the physical world for centuries. And you no, know, we have a technology to do that on the web. Um, so this is going to be, 
know, at least 10 times bigger than physical collecting because it's so, so, so much easier to trade, so much easier to showcase, so much easier uh, to move around, to play with and so on. So uh, this is going to be massive. And I was like, okay, that's like, you know, uh, officially licensed NFTs are going to be massive in sports. But if you want to build the biggest sports brand in the world, you need for your community to do something with, 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 with them and to engage with them um, on, a, on a weekly and daily basis, right? So that, that's where we started to think about the intersection between NFT and gaming. Uh, and so, and, and, and launched uh, this, uh, this fantasy game, right? Like uh, uh, from, from the get-go, basically, right? So, uh, so that that's uh, you know that that's uh, all we got uh, started with you know this this vision to to unite sports fans across the the world and and to build a game that uh, is going to become highly social uh, and is already global right we are selling in 180 countries across the world and. Uh, that's maybe the thing that, you know, uh, makes me happy every morning, like seeing this community that, you know, that is coming together, that is meeting each other in the physical world every single week. You know, there's, there's an event somewhere in the world and, you know, people watching the sports, people having beers and spending, you know, good time together because they, they got to know around, uh, around our products, around our NFTs. So that, 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 that is, of course, something that um, makes, makes us very proud, I think. It's uh, it's actually incredibly impressive the amount of people you guys partner with. Like I just go on your Twitter right now. The pin tweet is you guys partnering with AC Milan, right? Like it's just always a different team, always a different like. And, and of course, like football. So what a lot of people call soccer, but it's football on this stage. Uh, and so, <laughs> maybe on the night show, it's soccer. But football, <laughs> dude, as a as a huge basketball fan, I've you know I've, I've actually never really played fantasy basketball because it's been a really horrible product in my opinion. I played uh, American football fantasy a lot, and I think uh, Nikolai, what you, what you guys are doing with the server NBA is, I've talked about this a lot, a lot on the show. I'm probably like, the biggest fan uh, of the NBA and biggest fan of server NBA. I've spent way too much ETH on uh, <laughs> on this stuff, but in my opinion, it's it's one of those like aha moments when you play it for the first time, where you're like, oh wow, like if even if you are a person that plays daily fantasy sports like Web two, this is yeah. truly, in my opinion, a product that once you use it, you're like, oh, there is no going back, right? Yeah, exactly. User experiences, customer experiences are always supposed to get better and better. And no one wants a, a poorer one. And to me, like this idea of having collectibles, like it's just really interesting that I view my server NFTs. And I, I have like, I'm a, I'll just play the super rare league, bro. I'm, I'm up there getting cooked by all the Blackpool guys because they're, they're like crushing it. But, you know, I have, like, a bunch of these Giannis cards and Anthony Davis cards and all this stuff. And I'm like, in my head, not only is it kind of like a productive uh, asset that I have, but it's a highly collectible, which is really, really yeah. dope. It's also funny to see. Um, I've seen, like, little little things where you guys have different art for character for, like, the players. And some yeah. of them look really funny. Uh, it's, like, a lot, a lot of meme ability there. But been really awesome to partner with you guys and educate more people about it, I think. The NBA in particular, I feel like it's a great demographic. Uh, it's yep. usually younger people that have a lot more like tech literacy um, and, yep. and more like forward thinking. So I think you guys are just absolutely going to crush. You're going to keep keep playing it, um, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, ask you guys for more tickets. <laughs> they got a game for free. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say something. I, we got to give a shout out to our boy Jack Roberts right now. Shout out Jack, bro. Jack is the man, dude. Boy, you know, shout out to it's Jack. Fortunate. I know he's going to love this shout out. You know, he's awesome. You, listen, he takes care of the boys, he takes care of Rogue Radio's community, he takes care of every one of us, and, and you love to see that. I pinned at the top this meme 
that uh, the Rug Radio account uh, tweeted this morning. Uh, <laughs> Nicola, you're gonna love it. Let me just put it, let me just pull it up on the on the screen for you right now in a second. It's so funny. I mean. <laughs> Oh my god! We <laughs> <laughs> store our pack this morning. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's the that's good. That's the that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's so cool. That's so cool. <laughs> I guess I'm coach. I think Mando should be coach, but. You know, it's uh, it's so good to see. Now you love to see that, and it's been fun uh, actually getting to actually play uh, the game. I think the Rugby League for football is like over 500 people now, and this in the NBA league, like we're almost nearing 200 plus, and it's just been fun because like we started this like channel on Discord called like Zora Smack Talk, and like people love you know, obviously talking shit and like just doing their thing and winning prizes and whatnot. But like I have a question. So you were talking about the growth, and it's honestly Amanda and I talk about this often. Like, and actually Sobi obviously has been a a big fan of you guys since way before we even partnered up. But um, how many users on yeah. Solar right now? Yeah, so we have like, no, it's close to 4 million registered oh. users in terms of active uh, users. So I need to check, but uh, I think it's close to half a million uh, uh, active uh, active users uh, uh, across the sports. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's... um. It's a good start, you know. Like uh, we 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 want to we want to bring dozens of millions of users uh, on the platform, and uh, I think we have all the ingredients to to do that. Um, but um, we we have like a couple of um, you know big big challenges and and frictions that we're going to remove in the coming weeks and months. Uh, so basically, think the, the the start of the new season for football and uh, uh, and uh, NBA for for US sports that I'm very very excited about. Um, I think that uh, you know, as um, as Sobi was mentioned, like we we are we are really tapping into two behaviors that exist, right? Like collecting and playing fantasy sports. And I think we need to lean heavily on what makes us unique, which is on one side, like that's exclusive and long term partnerships, right? Like with the league, so that that gives you the IP, mm -hmm. uh, that gives you uh, unique rewards. Like uh, so, you were mentioning like. Uh, AC Milan, this Italian club. So, you know, like a few days ago, one of the community members uh, flew with uh, the team members. Yeah, that's the, exactly the video, you know. And so he went to the stadium, um, you know, with uh, with them. Uh, and so these type of things, you can only win them on Sorel, right? And so you, you cannot go out there and buy them, right? So uh, we, need to, we need to lean with them also uh, to distribute our product and to push our product to their community. So there's stuff they're going to start to do. Uh, and then you, you need to lean uh, on the NFT as well, you know, and your roots, like, uh, you know, you're a web-free company. And uh, and so, you know, this, the, the tradability, so the marketplace, the fact that you can move them away, uh, maybe someday to the other side or stuff like this. Like, th those are things that we are very, very excited about. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you, you need to also to lean on what makes you makes you unique, I believe. Uh, so, and so, so, so yeah, maybe projecting ourselves in the future, uh, and to, this is something that uh, I've never really mentioned uh, publicly, but it's going to be, uh, you know, like a, a big uh, kind of uh, new uh, relaunch, right, uh, for us uh, in a couple of months. Oh. Um, and uh, it's going to be mobile first. It's going to be social. Uh, and uh, oh, it's wow. going to be amazing, right? So All we that. are walking behind the scenes uh, to bring something that I think has never been kind of built uh in in the web free web free gaming communities and uh um and uh and yeah i think it's going to be a massive unlock and it's going to come also with the ability to kind of just very in a smooth way for users uh to buy sell uh, nfts and and take uh, fiat uh, money out right because that's 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 something that um mm -hmm. 
you know that that has been also uh, confusing for certain sports fans, right? Like the fact that you know they you know they sell their card and and they they get a volatile currency. They don't you know they don't understand. So we want to give that that option, right? Like stay true to, uh, of course, like all the benefits uh, of the NFT and what it brings, uh, but also give you know the smooth experience for the casual sports fan that you know don't want to uh, to 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 just to have a wallet uh, in the experience. So so. I, I, I listened to the start of it where you said the two, there were a couple of big roadblocks. Um, are those the roadblocks you were talking about, or are there, are there other like roadblocks you think in terms of adoption? Is it is it mainly? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something very simple. Uh, in the US, we have roughly fifty percent of the users that are trying to deposit is in the ecosystem that just can't because you know like you no, know, so it's very high intent, right? Like they are in the middle of the funnel with you know Mumpay, Ramp, whatever partner we have. And and just they you know they they can't because of you know banking rails or whatever. Uh, so I mean that's 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 crazy, right? Like so I, I and, and I, so I have like that amount of users that want to engage, uh, not only with you know with uh, with the common cards, but you know to to buy uh, actual NFT. They they can't do that, right? So I I want to fix that, and we're going to fix that uh, um, in in the coming weeks. And that's one of the big friction you know I I, I mentioned. Uh, and and then the I guess the other one is uh, is is mobile. Right. Uh, and so and so that's the same. Like when you look at conversion rates on the web and you compare to mobile, mobile is a big miss. Uh, and part of it is because uh, today you cannot uh, you cannot buy NFTs on mobile. Right. Uh, and uh, and so, of course, that's um, that's uh, that's a massive friction. Uh, and uh, that's um, when you look at our app, it's, it's, it's kind of poor. Right. It's, there's very limited things you can do. You can you know set up your lineup and see the scores and so on. But um it's it's a it's a very limited experience, right? So uh, so we 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 are gonna we're gonna build a game down that is uh, more uh, way more engaging, way more social, uh, and uh, and where you can convert, you know, to 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 an NFT holder, right? Like and not stay in the in the common cards kind of loops. If that makes sense. That is think- sick, All right, Sobi? Yeah, no, you guys have a lot of mobile apps I've used, I think, in crypto. Because um, I find myself like not having the, I'll be like, oh wow, I have to set a lineup real quick because of the game week, and I'll just use the app. And I've seen the apps gotten a lot better over time. Um, I think the other thing that you guys did a really good job of, even as like a Web three native, is using like a Validium with like a zk, all that stuff is really nice. And I like that. Um, it's kind of like opt out. Like if I know that I own this thing and I can mint it to Ethereum. And yeah. for some people, it's, it's I, I actually would be I, probably very low that people are actually minting an off-platform. But the option that's there, it, I think, stops from people from, like, saying that for some reason. And then the other thing you guys do really, really well is your Discord. Your support team is, like, phenomenal. And then the Discord in general is, like, very hype. Like, everyone's always, like, submitting lineups. It's very, very active, which is funny because, you know, the market, like, crypto general market's coming back a little bit, but... A lot of interest and in applications I've noticed. I've, I've been in crypto for five years and I, I run a game studio, but like what I've noticed is a lot of interest in crypto applications is usually heavily correlated with the price action. So if yeah, things yeah. going up, everyone's like loving it. One thing about you guys that I've noticed, and it's a testament to the strong user base that you've built, is most of those people don't care at all, right? It, yeah. It's the same amount of active users and, and people having fun if ETH is 4K versus if ETH is 400. Which yeah, is absolutely exactly. amazing. 
look, I think, I think, you know, like uh, most of the user base care about uh, the benefits, right? Like uh, of, uh, you know, owning an NFT and, you know, like uh, doing whatever you, you want uh, with it. Uh, but, but most of them, uh, yeah, they, they don't uh, come uh, necessarily from, you know, the crypto background, right? Um, I mean, we, we are resisting, yes, uh, I think in this market uh, way better than, most if you know if not all like uh, uh nft games uh i mean that being that being said it's uh you know like uh it's uh it's it's not um it's, it's not as easy as uh, it was uh you know one, one year ago and uh you know like even even for the for for, for our community so we we acknowledge that uh and we are also like um like you know a big a big part of what we are building behind the scene right now is also you know, having the levels to better manage your economy, right? Because one thing that is much more complex uh, in uh, in Web3 gaming when you compare to Web2 gaming, Web2 gaming, sorry, is that you have like this open economy, right? Like, well, uh, yeah, you know, like there the, are the, the people exchanging their, their items for real money, right? And so you need to have uh, the levels to, to, to monitor that, like things, faucets, uh, burn mechanisms, and so on, right? So there are a couple of very interesting things that, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to implement also uh, to make sure that, uh, you know, we, we have this levels to, to, to have, uh, you know, a stable economy, which is something that, of, of course, it's, uh, it's very important uh, to, um, to, uh, to our community. It's, I would say, very, just hearing you speak is, is awesome. And, and I love the question, Sobi. Um, and the, and the, and no, I love the comments on YouTube. Everyone's like, yeah, can we have this? Can we have that? I see you. Have a go. Have a go at Nicola when he's here. Um, okay. But I mean, all feedback is always good. And we've, and it's good. It's been cool for us to even see like the pain points, the good points, like what people like, what people want more of and everything. So it's awesome to have you like kind of like come again and like talk about what you're up to. It is really cool that you're doing a mobile app. Like that would yeah. be really fun. Have you had any, um, it's been any friction on the Apple side? Cause I know you're dealing with NFTs. Your yeah. block, I, we've heard a lot of stories with regards to Apple kind of like not being so lenient. So has, how's that like process been for you guys? Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, look, uh, we uh, we are we are trying to unlock things. You know? <laughs> that's uh, that's what uh, unlocks things yeah. for everybody else. No, so you know, we you know when 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 you are when you are kind of uh, leading the pack, you, you take lots of hits, right? Because you are first, and so you know that it's not only that; it's regulation and other things. I believe if you do things the right way, and you know, like you are proactive about doing things, uh, being you know with with. Uh, uh, so like what you mentioned with the stones or like the regulation or whatever, like then you have a massive advantage, right? Because you, you have been part of shaping, you know, uh, and, and so you are not like just like trying to adapt to, to, to something, you know, that, that is coming. Uh, and, uh, and I think that, you know, that, that brings to, to us, to our community, a massive, massive uh, uh, advantage. Uh, so, so yes, it's, uh, you know, it, it has been a conversation for a long time. I'm, I'm becoming really confident that, uh, uh, you know, we can, uh, we can make this happen, you know, like to, to enable our community to, uh, to buy NFTs. Uh, then, you know, is it, is it going to be possible to trade and to have a full marketplace? No, I think it's going to be a bit more complicated than that, but, uh, but, but we, we're going to be creative, we're going to be innovative and, and we're going to unlock things. I love that. This is, this is really exciting. Um, are all the products going out on, mobile right away like epl nba mlb is it oh yeah it's going to be you know it's going to be the full portfolio right like oh. so uh so so yes uh, we uh so the way the way we operate uh is that you know we, we have one team taking care of uh, us sports one, one team uh taking care of uh, of football and so within these teams uh i kind of uh 
um, you know, dedicated like small autonomous teams like to to, to go uh, crazy about that 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 new uh, you know iteration of uh, of uh, of the product on mobile. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be for you know, it's going to be for for everyone. Wow. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to ask. So I, I I'm trying to remember now, but I, I know most fantasy foot like the 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 fantasy football game in in the UK. I think probably has like 15 million users every single year a bit like uh, uh, it's, 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 it's i mean it's, i think it's close to 10 million uh, ten, but ten, yeah, yeah. It's massive. yeah something like that how um what are the steps basically for you to get to there like do you think it's a gameplay thing you need to change or do you think it's is it just a marketing play like how are you looking at that if if you can get 10 million people playing regularly like how, how, how do you go from a to b so it's a very good question so it's a very interesting question so i think um i think number one is to build uh, a game that is much better than what is today, right? Like, uh, and it, and that has um, social uh, mechanisms that are built in, uh, where you do have an advantage to play with your friends. Like, you know, when you think about this today, yes, we, like most of our growth has been organic friends building friends, but you don't have a massive interest, uh, and we cannot say that you know the social aspect of the game. Um, is massive, but imagine a game where you, you do have fun and you do have an interest to bring your friends. Imagine a game where you have the possibility to bring on the engagement that you were mentioning on Discord, Twitter, on the physical world. Bring that, bring that engagement within the app, right? Uh, I'm, I'm not talking about solution, but just like high-level principles. Uh, I think I think that's number one. So basically, have the organic growth loop that's baked in the product. That's all the biggest consumer companies in the world got where they are, right? Like, because they have something that is within the product, right? So you don't rely on that, like, magical campaign. You don't rely on that magical ambassador. You don't rely on that magical Prima Ligo, whatever. Of course, that's going to help. But you have something within your product uh, that's going to help you bring, you know, millions, dozens of millions of users. So that's one thing that we're obsessed about. Um I think the second thing is, uh, you know, the friction things that I, I mentioned. Like today, when I look at the data, it's crazy. The you know the amount of people, the um, you know the amount the, the, the liquidity that we are missing because we have friction. So it's it's just crazy, right? So we're going to remove that one uh, one after the other. And so I mentioned two of them. There are others, but like mobile and you know like uh, um, having the opportunity to to transact uh, in fiat in fiat uh, inside out. Uh, so I think that that's uh, that's another one. Uh, and then uh, number three, I guess, is you need to be you need to be world class in the way um, you manage your economy. So that's highly complex, uh, and there's sentiment involved, and there's you know external factors involved. But there are also things uh, that you can do internally to build this levels. Um, and so we are getting there as well. Uh, and that's that's going to be that's going to be very important too. So yeah, I think I think there's a free uh, free big plan. There's much more to it, but from a high level perspective, that's how I see it. If, if there's one thing I can ask for, please make it easier to manage injuries on the mobile app. <laughs> that's all I want, bro. It's, please, it's, it's you know it's it's a thin line here because you know you people. want you want to keep the edge you know for people that are researching <laughs> and so on, but at the same time you want to help the casual. So this is a very old problem in fantasy gaming, right? Uh, Maybe soccer is uh, different in, in basketball. 
the confirmation each yeah. week as well. Like it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like sometimes I've forgotten because games are played midweek, and I know I miss out. Yeah. Not being but on the mobile so. app, you won't because on the mobile app, if you get a push notice saying, "Yo, don't forget to put your team up." Yeah, but you still forget. Like hey, I'm on the road. Like I'm no, still- don't give people notifications if you're not if you're not doing it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I my my only take on it is like playing regular. Look, look, no. I, I, yeah, no, excuse me, no, I, what I was about to say is if, if um, you know, if on mobile you uh, have daily engagement, because today, like, uh, you have a couple of opportunities to come on the platform, right? But there are not that many, right? Like you set up your mm-hmm. lineup, maybe you come check the, the notifications and so on. But uh, I do see a world, it's more than seeing, we are building a world where you have daily uh, fun and, uh, and and cool opportunities, you know, to connect, right? And and, and that's, that's, you know, that's... Uh, that that changes that the dynamic. Then, of course, you have your habits about uh, you know like the, the game weeks and so on. But uh, it's it's it becomes more complicated to me to miss uh, such things. Yeah, Dude, I'm so excited. I, I'm hyped because at the end of the day, like we, it's crazy. Like I, I think we mentioned you a lot when like you know people want to show stats. Like yeah, there's only seven thousand traders in it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, it's probably lower now. The shit coins are doing even better, so like there's even less. But like the thing is, like. Sure, there's 7,000 people who trade the DGEN PFPs that we're used to every day, but there's 500,000 active users. There's been 4 million users so far. That's why I was asking you that stat. Yeah. It's for that reason. For people to understand, there's been 4 million people that use your product. Half a million people are actively using it right now. Yeah. And they're all NFTs. So I kind of want to ask you, how do you go about the marketing of the product? Because, I, I, of course, like you, you cater to a broader audience, to an audience yeah. that doesn't necessarily even know sometimes that they're interacting with the Ethereum blockchain. But yeah. mind you, all of your assets are on the Ethereum blockchain, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're on, uh, most of them are on the, on the, uh, like the layer two, but that's the yes. Ethereum uh, ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So now it's now on, yeah. on Ethereum. And so they're all NFTs yeah. that people own and trade and actually own, like own, own. Yeah. Nice yeah. It's like yeah. capital O W N. Tell me more about, tell me more about, um, tell me more about that. Like, has there, like, have you seen, like, have, do you think, more and more people are starting to get onboarded towards NFT or crypto through that. Like, are, are you guys pushing that knowledge? And like, how are you going about the marketing of it? Because of course, yeah. digital collectibles. Well, like, how how's that going going on for you guys? Yeah. Look, I think um, like, so there, there, there are two there are two things, right? Like, so usually you talk about your vision, right, and then your mission uh, and the value propositions that come uh, under your mission, right? So when when we talk about our vision. Few, few years from here like what's the you know what's the impact you you want to have right like so for us it's a place where you, we unite sports fans across the world right? so that that's a place where you 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 meet new friends you chat with your friends you have fun with them you trade your nfts and so on and that's that's what that's what we want uh to build and then when you look a bit short term like six 12 months from here the mission that we have is to enable um, any sports fan to be a team owner. Because beyond fantasy, beyond collecting, I think that what really we are doing is that uh, letting the casual sports fan do something that is reserved to a few billionaires in the world, owning a team, right? Like because you, when you look at what at the product, that's exactly that. You can buy and sell players like an owner. You can be a coach. You can be a scout, a sports director. You can be any player. So basically, you can have all those roles, you know, that that you have when you own uh, a professional uh, sports team. So 
that's you know how we're going to consolidate the product vision like you are you know so be uh, uh, you know with an amazing visually delightful so like a, a social profile and you move level one level two level three and so on right like, so you grow uh, your profile as a uh, as a as a owner um, and then like the value props you know uh, uh, that, that that come with that is that yes you can buy and sell right like so that you can engage in that uh, trading uh, activity you can win prizes you can win rewards um, you can uh, be proud of what you achieve as a you know as a owner right so you have you have this flex this, this, this bragging rights uh, that come with it uh, and we have the social element that is central so you beat your friends uh, in in, uh, in private mode uh, and uh, you engage with them you chat with them and so on so I think um, I think that's um that, that, that that's what is um, today already helping us uh, to onboard uh, you know, the vast majority of the users that we onboard that don't know uh, anything about uh, crypto or NFTs. Um, and it's going to be even more the case tomorrow uh, you know, when we execute uh, on, on this mission. Vision. This is great. There's, there's so much to pick up on here if you're a founder. Uh, yeah, straight up. Like straight up, like about how you approach the vision, long-term, short-term, how you apply that vision, and you're trying to onboard people. There's, I'm glad you came on video, by the way. This guy, Jazz is probably delighted in this. Much better, much better. Yeah, but this is like, this is, this is really good. So let me ask you more about that vision then, because you know, we're coming towards end of time here, but and I want to be mindful of your time. But um, what is the vision? What is, if I ask you, you know, the long term plan here, I'm not going to give you a year period because I hate when people do that to me. What's your five year plan? Mm-hmm. No, what's, like, what's the broader vision? Where would you like, where, at what point do you, look back and say, wow, like Soar is, is successful. I know it's successful already. You've always had the biggest raise in the history of like Europe or something. And yeah, but that, there's a, there's a, that, that's just like, uh, exactly. you know, paper on paper thing and you get into the newspaper, but I don't give a yeah. shit. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> oh, that's my founder. It's it's actually more, um, it's you know it's 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 hurting you more than anything else because then you know like uh, you know it, it, and at the end of the day you can do nothing about that like you know I you know as a company like we have lots of term sheets and, and some of them for valuation that that actually were bigger than the one that we closed and so that's the market that's just valuing you and uh, and we know like how the market was like uh, in, in twenty one like you know so uh, and so and so and so then like um, I mean yeah uh, so. I think what's important is, is like, and the, the the two things that matter to me is like, how do you improve your product for your community, or you think about the long term, uh, or you engage with them, and um, and I think that's you know that that's the only thing that matters in terms of um, like the ambition. To me, like, I I won't give up before we have dozens of millions of sports fans on that platform. So that's that's that that's my that's my ambition. I'm. You know, I'm. Uh, that's that's the company of my life. That's the job of my life. Like I'm waking up every morning, so it's not easy. Of course, like it hits, but uh, you know, that's that's uh, that's what uh, I, I want to do for the next decades, and it's gonna it's gonna it will go beyond sports at some point. Um, so that's the ambition in terms of vision. So again, like uh, you need you need to visualize uh, display so you can visualize this 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 app. Uh, that is that is actually a social network where you bring people to play uh, you know, the best game in the world of sports, right? Uh, and, uh, and a game that, um, you know, um, um, helps you bridge uh, the, the, the digital world and the physical world, right? So that, that has been uh, for us since the, you know, since the first day, like uh, 
something very present where uh, you know the impact of the performance of the player on the pitch impacts uh, your performance as a as a manager. Uh, you can think about the other way around as well, like uh, you know what you're going to do in uh, in this world is going to is going to uh, unlock the best physical experiences uh, in uh, in the world uh, of sports. Um, so yes, when I think about what what you know what what's going to be like this uh, this experience, it's it's going to be yes the place where you spend time with friends, the place where you have fun and 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 you know grow uh, grow your profile uh, as a manager, um, the place where you also play with skin in the game because you have you know items that you truly own and items that you can trade, uh, you know and 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 prizes that that you can win you know like in the real life like. Uh, so, uh, so I think I think uh, I think all of that is uh, is uh, is really central, um, and uh, you know at at some point uh, we also are going to be big um, in um, in you know our um, all the side games, side applications that are being built. Uh, you know some of them by the community, but also uh, big partnerships that are gonna come with brands uh, that have um, kind of a connection to us. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can think about you know sports brands. You can think about like native uh you know web free brands that and that there's a lot that, that i respect a lot and and where we are starting to to chat about what's possible uh, uh so that we all grow together in this space so um so yeah i, mean, I can't talk how else about like where we're going but i think that's high level this is this is inspiring uh as fuck <laughs> Thank you. Like, just keep pushing like you want to like have dozens of millions uh of like users like worldwide like the fact that you want to just keep growing these partnerships i mean i see it right like obviously the partnerships are there like epl nba mlb like the individual teams la liga like all these like all the, i mean of course the fact that you have some massive massive like uh professional uh sportsmen and women that are involved with you from the mbappe it's a messy like, yeah. bunch of people. you need them you need them if you want to build a cult brand in the world, uh, uh, you know, uh, of sports and, and well, well, we are in in in, um, in the category that uh, that that we we have created. You you need them if you want to build that cult brand. I think, uh, and uh, and you need them um, engaged for the long run, uh, and uh, you need them at the center of your experience. And uh, and I believe that that is that is going to help uh, a lot to also onboard, uh, you know, people that. Have nothing to do with Fred Free and crypto, right? Because they relate, uh, they relate to these athletes, they relate to these brands, they trust them, uh, and and I think that's important. Wow, I mean, this is great. I mean, I, I've I think I've got nothing left question wise. This has been so incredible, Mando Ovi, uh, Sobi. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm just, you are I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped for the next season. I've been loving playing NBA playoffs, that's been so fun, and that thing about like. You know, taking the idea of what an experience that's only possible for, you know, billionaires and bringing that to like the average person. Because if you're a huge sports fan, that is like your dream, right? Like you're following yeah, all the GM moves, you know, you know, like the six round, you know, like the academy guys that are in your team, all this stuff. And I think that, you know, as a, as a founder myself in, in Web3 games, I always think about what are we doing that makes the experience better for players or for users? Yeah. Because why, why else would you even do this, right? You're in, introducing legal risk and all this UX exactly. stuff. But it makes it way more meaningful, right? Like yeah. the way that there's only one LeBron in the world. Like, cool. oh, there, I have only a one of 100 LeBron cards. Like, I know that there's only that many, right? Exactly. It's those, those things that make it feel way exactly. more similar 
to that experience. So I've been, been having a lot of fun to glare. I love, love your guys' product and, you know, excited to come back for season two and, and spend even more. Heat. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, yeah, of course. Of course. I'm sure you will. You will. Uh, I didn't start winning, bro. You gotta start winning, bro. You've, you've. I mean, you listen. You, you've got. You've I want got... some. I want some. But that YWNWA and like blue or whatever, they're always just on the top of the things, and it's hard to keep up with them. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's been great, Nicola. I mean, uh, a pleasure uh, to have you uh, on on the morning show. Of course, thank you to you and your team, you know, for partnering with us at Rugby. It's been it's been a blast. So uh, excited. It was to amazing. See, uh, what we can continue to to do together. Uh, let me tell you, our our holders. Everybody loves you. Oh, damn. I'm giving you the, the stops code. The stops code is HOFA. H-O-F-A. I got so into this interview. I was just like, I'm so inspired. Bro, it gave me chills. I'm pumped. I'm about to hop on a product call and be like, listen. <laughs> it's H-O-F-A. H-O-F-A is the code for stubs. Rock that FM forward slash stubs if you want to claim your stub. H-O-F-A is the code. If it's closed right now, I'll ask for another window to keep it open. But uh, you should be fine. H-O-F-A is the code for say stubs. Nicola, it's been a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Thank for you guys. That was amazing. I appreciate you. Mando, Sobi, thanks for coming. Shout out to Ovi, who's out sure. there killing it uh, at the gallery. And with that, with that, with that, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Actually, shout out to Sobi, who actually sourced the guest for tomorrow. We have the Mad Lads founder, Armani Ferrante and Tristan coming on. So you've heard everything about X Backpack NFTs, Armani Ferrante. You've seen everything about Mad Lads. I've been wanting to learn more, and I'm selfishly hosting them so we can learn more about what they're up to. So excited for that one. So with that, with that, with that, we'll see you all tomorrow morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of GM Web 3 on Rug Radio. Let's go. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM, on this beautiful day. Good morning to Web 3 with Barocco, Sepp, and Mando. <laughs>